Life Audio. Welcome to the Team Us podcast, where we share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater. Today, we're talking about how you can rescue a Valentine's Day gone wrong. We'll share three practical things you can do to turn Valentine's Day or any day around. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So, Ted, it's almost Valentine's Day. Yes, it is. In the last 20 years, I've learned that you're not much of a celebrator of this holiday. I'm not much of a celebrator of anything, <laughs> except you. You're not a celebrator of holidays. <laughs> you celebrate other things. Good music, good food. Oh, yeah. But yeah, days. For some reason, I just, I'm like, today's great. Tomorrow's not extra special. Except Christmas. I like Christmas. I like season leading up. Christmas is the best holiday. It is the best ever. I mean, your focus is more on showing practical love every day of the year. Yes. And I've come to recognize and appreciate that. But you do like trivia, right? I am the trivia master. (laughs) Well, we shall find out. (laughs) Because I thought it would be fun to ask you some Valentine's Day trivia. Okay. So just give it your best guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Before X stood for a kiss. Oh, yes. What did it represent at the end of a letter? You know, like a letter someone writes. An X? Yeah. Um, I would say the X stood for, oh, my lands. I have no clue. Do I have to guess? No, I can tell you if you want to know. An X stood for uh, a signature if somebody did not know how to sign their signature. <laughs> That's a good one. The cross. Oh. If, if the place I got this trivia from is oh. correct. Wow. Okay. You ready for the next one? Yeah. And the, the O is like the 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 rock in front of the tomb that was rolled away? I don't know. That one wasn't on there. Okay. That would be interesting to find out, though. We may have to Google that later. I am not letting him Google any answers, by the way, as you can tell. Okay. Cupid has what name in Greek mythology? Our daughter Ava would know this. Cupid is Aristophanes. It's Eros. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm close. You're close. <laughs> <laughs> that was somewhere deep in my cerebellum or right, something. in there. Uh-huh. Okay. William Shakespeare mentions Valentine's Day in which of his plays? Ah, uh, that that was, um, uh, Bottom said it in... No. Uh, I'll give you a clue. The one that takes place in the woods. It's not in Midsummer Night's Dream. It is not in a comedy. It is in a tragedy. Oh, it's in, it's, it's in King Lear. Nope. What is one of his most famous ones that you can say the name of in a theater? Oh. So it's not Macbeth. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm giving him a visual uh, clue here. Oh, right. Holding the skull. That's not Macbeth? No. It's not Macbeth. Uh, wow. It's Hamlet. Hamlet. You know what? I I actually had a college class in Shakespeare where we were supposed to read. Okay, did you? I checked out LPs from the library and listened to them. Because it's so hard to, like, anyway, I, yeah. I don't want to get talking. Audio books are great now. I mean, I did. I had to read Hamlet, like, in a lit class and mm-hmm. in theater classes. But I don't remember this reference. So, all right. I got two more for you. Yep. Okay. What Valentine's Day candy was first created on equipment made for cough drops or lozenges? Um, candy canes. That is not a Valentine's Day candy. Well, you know, if you're like walking like with your loved one and you're reaching your pocket and you're like, oh, where this? Oh, this is from December. And you can always give it to you. Okay, but what is like the most what chocolate quintessential candy do you think of Valentine's Day? How about the squid hearts? You know the little hearts oh, that they yeah. write things on. Wait, Cadbury Eggs. Easter. Oh my lands! It's obvious you don't like wow. celebrating holidays. <laughs> or, uh, All right. Peeps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one more. Last one. Yes. See, I'm this- telling you, I am the master at trivia. <laughs> We need to go play it in a pub again. Okay. Besides Valentine's Day, mm. for which holiday are the most flowers sent? Mother's Day. Yes. Good. Ding, ding, ding. I, I know all this stuff. I'm just playing with you, pretending that I don't. I'm just glad you're a good sport and you let me quiz you all of a sudden. Okay. But you know what? I think my favorite part of the weeks that have led up to Valentine's Day this year are? Um, Is that a rhetorical question? Yeah, it's rhetorical. Okay. Okay. Seeing all the memes about eggs and how give her oh. something expensive. Give her <laughs> eggs. Yeah, eggs are eggs are expensive. It's that chicken flu, right? The bird flu. I don't know. I just know that now I'm like, hmm, I could make two eggs, but I think I'll just make one. So they last longer. Right. All right. Well, when it comes to Valentine's Day, I think there are a lot of instances when it ends up being a day gone wrong. Right. Expectations and Failed expectation. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that. You're you're thinking like I'm thinking. Are we going to go there? But I know that our very first Valentine's Day was rough. I've actually wrote an article about this years ago. We'd only been married maybe two months, uh-huh. and we were getting ready for. I think there was a dinner at our church, mm-hmm. and I mentioned to you that I had gained ten pounds since our wedding. Oh, no. Do you remember what you said? <laughs> um, you look as beautiful as the day we were married. No. Is that what I said? Uh-uh. You said, well, maybe you need to change your diet. <laughs> I'm a problem solver, okay? I know. I saw a problem. But it felt like you called me I fat. recognized that you were acknowledging a problem. or Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, looking back, you could have been more sensitive. Yeah. But that was I... like on Valentine's Day or around Valentine's Day. Yeah. But a fight didn't need to happen. I could have chosen to respond rather than react to your words, which we've talked about the difference between responding and reacting on a previous episode. And we could have rescued that day gone wrong and turned it around. (laughs) So how we respond to each other's words and actions on any day, whether it's Valentine's Day, an anniversary, a birthday or a normal average. You're laughing because of our failed all of them. (laughs) Well, the first year of marriage was uh, you're like, hey, Ted, do you want to go like to a restaurant? And I'm like. Sure, why? And you're like, because it's my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) 
in your defense, there was a hurricane <laughs> that had hit that week. Oh, well, even our anniversary this year, the we won't say what the last you were frustrated about oh, being sick. We won't say. What I was frustrated said, about being sick, but it was not. I love you. Happy anniversary. It was a mutter. Yeah. Anyway. So how we respond to each other's words makes a difference in the day-to-day of our relationship. So how could we have rescued that day from going wrong or any day from going wrong? Here are three things that we can do. And the first one is something you just touched on. We can check our expectations. You know, when we got married, Mm -hmm. we both knew we were marrying sinners. You know, we wanted to be good spouses and we were aiming to be good spouses, but we knew we'd make mistakes along the way. I mean, maybe I didn't expect you to say you could change your diet, but, you know, we expected that we would mess up and let each other down. But I think that on occasions like Valentine's Day, specifically for women, we have unrealistic expectations. You know, the biggest of which is we expect our husbands to read our minds and then meet those expectations. And so we set ourselves up to have a day gone wrong. You're just staring at me. Thank you for saying that. That gives me let, lets me off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I mean, it's coming I, up, right? Thank uh, Valentine's. So we'll just get some fun food. That's where I'm at. I just like I like to eat experiences. I like experiences, mm-hmm. and I like fun food. I think that's what. And let's not do it on Valentine's Day because everybody is. You do it the week of Valentine's Day, and then I could watch a Hallmark show with you. No, you're not allowed to watch Hallmark movies with me. You spoil them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh-uh. I have daughters that can watch those with me. But anyway, anyway, you know, I mean, I've done that before, especially with my birthday, where I've had expectations. And instead of telling you what I want, I hope you'll figure it out. And then I'm disappointed and upset and we get in a fight. I'm sure we've, we've shared this before yeah. with all of you. Um, I think we've, over the past couple of decades, we've had two or three really good birthdays. Yeah. I'm not bringing up. So it's like 10%. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So check your expectations. Believe the best. You know, I think that often you, sometimes you like the shock factor and you will say things to shock me just to get a reaction. But often the things that I'm offended by aren't things you intend to be offensive. Like you did not, I don't think you intended to offend me when you said maybe you should change your diet. I think you were trying to fix it. I mean, our joke is from the movie Holes, he's always like, I can fix that. I can fix that. You know? And so that's... They didn't watch that again. So that's kind of... And it's Gus from Psych. I mean, come on. So you, for lack of a better word, pride yourself on being able to help fix situations, problem solve. It's kind of where I go to, but, you know, I learned over the years I should slow down and try to feel, try to empathize rather than jump right to the... I can fix that. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes time. I mean, I do it with our kids. Sometimes I jump to, how can I fix it for them? Yeah. So I need, you know, if I'm believing the best, I'm not going to fill in your subtext as he said I should change my diet. So therefore he's calling me fat. You know, because I think the truth is a brand new husband, you did want to make me happy, you know, and my extra pounds were making me unhappy. So you were like, okay, how can I help her fix that so she's happy you know i never thought of that term a brand new husband am i like a used husband now i'm like you're a well-seasoned husband well-seasoned still husband. learning ah uh, yes uh-huh. better than i was i'm not as good as i'll be it's the same for me you know we're both growing yep so yes. if i had i mean i was a brand new wife 
If I had stopped to consider that you were trying to be helpful, not hurtful, I could have interpreted your words through the proper filter and determined not to be offended. So. Yeah. Or we could have both just laughed at how stupid it was, what I said. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't, we probably weren't mature enough no. in our relationship to do that at the time. All right. Yes. So, so far, two ways that we've talked about that you can rescue a day gone wrong is to check expectations and believe the best. And the third one is to extend grace. So before we talk about what that looks like, I want to define grace, which I think we have done in an earlier episode, but let's do it again in case those listening didn't hear that episode. You know, Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines it as the disposition to or an act or instance of kindness, courtesy, or clemency. Clemency. Yeah. Did I totally butcher that word? Or no, I okay. just... Uh, I felt like I did. <laughs> so, great. I mean, grace is foundational to our salvation. The Apostle Paul in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 wrote, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. You know, I love that passage because it reminds me that God's grace is free. It's a gift. And when we grasp the truth that God's grace his kindness has been given to us, undeserved kindness, I should say. It should make a big difference in our marriages. Right. I mean, that's a bit biblical principle, right? That we love because we've been loved. And, you know, we forgive because we've been forgiven. So in light of the grace we've received, it should be natural to uh, be poised to extend grace. Yeah, like the word poised. Poised. Ready. Your posture is just ready to to offer grace prowling like roaring lion to extend grace <laughs> that's your mixing things so okay. <laughs> i don't think that works that but an offense doesn't leave room for grace you know when i am operating in hurt and indignation you know like i was on that first valentine's day i didn't give you the benefit of the doubt but you know imagine if i had you know i could have reminded myself that you were still new to the husband thing you know, and that learning to be a good spouse is a process of trial and error. And patience and grace rather than anger would have been a gentler way for me to help you understand that most of the time I don't want a quick fix. Yeah, it's funny that we went into marriage knowing that there would be disappointments and that we, you would mess up, I would mess up. And yet when it happened, just say we, we've gotten better over the years. Yeah, and maybe it goes to... This idea of, you know, the idea of self-regulating and when we get out of like keeping our I don't know how to explain that because I'm not a counselor. Mm -hmm. You know, when we get really upset, we're no longer always thinking logically. Right. And so we knew those things in our head, but my heart was really upset. And so I think I couldn't see it clearly and I hadn't had to practice it enough in our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm reminded of Proverbs 19.11. It's good sense makes one slow to anger and it's glory to overlook an offense. Right. Uh, and love overlooks a... Something. Yeah. So you're thinking love covers a multitude, <laughs> a multitude of sins. Sins. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's similar and concept. This is not in my notes, but this is where my mind is going. I'm thinking how, you know, in the New Testament, we read that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us mm-hmm. or God loved us or something. I'm totally butchered now. I'm no, mixing I, things. But it's yeah. that idea of we were not, we did not have to be perfect because we can never be perfect for God to love us and sacrifice for us and show us grace. And so we shouldn't expect each other to be perfect before we extend kindness and patience and grace to each other. You know? All right. 
So to recap, yes, three practical ways you can rescue a Valentine's Day gone wrong or any day are check your expectations, believe the best about your spouse, and extend grace. And the great thing is, if you're listening to this before Valentine's Day, uh-huh. then you have a chance to prevent a day from going wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go back and go, oh, shoot, I did that, that, and that. Now I got to go apologize, and maybe we need a redo Valentine's Day, which you can do. But Sure, when I forgot your birthday, we had, like, birth week, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. I'm celebrating your birth week. And now we remember that. <laughs> okay, time for the S-Time Challenge. All right. And I think, as I was just, I'm going to tie into what I just said, let's use this week's challenge for those listening for you to help avoid even having Valentine's Day gone wrong. So take some time to sit down and share your expectations. Come up with a plan on how to celebrate that you're both happy with. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, I just want food at fun food at a restaurant, but not on Valentine's Day because it's busy. And I think it's okay, guys, to go to chat GPT. And ask the uh, artificial intelligence there what you should do for your uh, your loved one on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation whole about other... why Ted's even suggesting oh, my AI. Lots of research as a web developer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on the Team Us podcast. We're looking forward to the next time as we keep talking about how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. Team Us with Ted and Ashley Slater is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review the podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Do you want to better understand the Bible and give biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith? Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Podcast Show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of the local church. Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at lifeaudio.com.